poverty consumer mindset. Wealth, a producer's mindset. I make a lot of money, but I live off of 30% of my income. I live in a 2,300 square foot home. The people next to me are like working class, like teachers, firefighters. Like I could easily move to Atlanta and put a million to the side and get a mansion. My rent is $1,900 a month. Well, I don't have a mortgage no more. But when I had one, it was $1,900 a month. I make 50 grand a speech. I drive an Escalade that my company bought for me. And we don't have three cars. I got the one car that I drive. I don't have the one I drive then on the weekend. If you want to drive multiple cars, that's cool. I'm just telling you how to get rich. I lived off 30% of my income. Why? So I could have cash when big opportunities came. I kept my, script, my credit up. All right, here's a poverty mindset. Poverty mindset is I owe somebody and I ain't going to pay them till I die. It's a poverty mindset. When you, when you took out that student loan, you signed your name. Don't your name mean something to you? You told them you was going to pay them back. It would be cool if you ain't telling them you was going to pay them back. You told them you was going to pay them back. A poverty mindset says I ain't going to pay them back. When I got my first lump sum check, first thing I did was pay student loans. Sally Mae, I paid Sally Mae. Whose student loans did I pay for first? I paid for Didi's first. Because I want Didi to know I got your back. You can trust me, I got you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Like, I ain't want Didi to think, oh, he making money? Nah, uh-oh. You know what they do when they blow up. Kanye said it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you listen to Kanye, you thinking that's the gospel. So I had to show my wife, like, I ain't going nowhere. Boom, student loan paid for it. Then a year or two later, I paid mine's off. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then took care of all our debts, took care of her mama's debts. Because when we was broke and moved back to Michigan, her mom took out $10,000 and blessed us with it. So I had to let her mom know, I got you. I see what you did, that's your daughter. I know it wasn't for me, but you still looked out for your daughter who looked out for me, so I got your back, you good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of y'all got a poverty mindset. You love when people bless. Somebody told me the other day, E, I got blessed. Somebody just can't give me $100. I said, that's cute. That's not biblical, though. You feel good about somebody just cashing you out. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says it's better to than to you geek because somebody gave you. Geek, you should be geek when you give. For the same measure you give, press down. You, you ain't got nothing running over because you keep taking I'm not telling you to ball out of control, but go to a restaurant and pay for somebody's meal. You got 20 bucks, even if it's just the old lady sitting there. You know she just bought a tea and a, a, a cheesecake. That's all she got. Go and cash her out. I ain't telling you to cash the young people party out. They done bought all kind of stuff. They alcohol alone, about $100. Like, don't cash them out. You know what I'm saying? That you, think, you think you sweet, like, I'm going to pay for them. Uh, you ain't ready to pay for them yet. You don't know what they got. They young. They got appetite. They living their life. They got appetizers, they bought something afterwards, they got all kinds of stuff. Somebody older, that's the baby boomer, I already know, she penny pitching. She thinking, I gotta retire, a cup of tea? And she probably going, no tea bag, because that costs. That, my grandma be doing that. My grandma be going, no tea bag, I just want the water and some lemons and some honey. I'll be doing it now, right? So I know the older people ain't doing that, so I'll pay for them. You, come on, go to the gas station and pay for somebody's gas. The reason why you're not giving is because you're a consumer. That's how this country blew up. The country blows up off consumers. Just because you got it don't mean you got to spend it. And let me tell you something, when you're not healed, when you're not whole, and stuff has happened to all of us. 
I ain't sitting up here acting like something happened to me. But what happens is when you get whole, you don't have to buy stuff so that people can see you. When you get whole, you buy stuff that you need and that's useful. When you're not whole, you buy stuff so people can see you got money. When you rich, you don't want them to know you got it. I told you, I knew Tupac wasn't a thug because he had it chatted on. He had thug life. I was like, oh, he ain't no thug. That ain't no thug. Like, no, I grew up with thugs on the west side of Detroit. I, I grew up with kingpins. They not announcing. They not flashy. Come on, let's go back. American gangster. You remember how he got caught? It was the chinchilla. He never got caught before. It was his girl like, I got the hat, the coat. My man came in with the coat. The feds like, yo, that's a $50,000. You ain't in the working class wearing that. He never was on that before. He always kept a low profile. He always kept a nice suit on so you didn't know who he was. It was the coat in the hat that was like ding, ding. He was never on that. My boys that was killers, they weren't walking around talking about they was killers. When Pac was wearing the bandana and doing his thing, I was like, yo, Pac ain't no real thug. You didn't went from dear mama to California. <laughs> Bruh, that's, that's an oxymoron. You didn't went from is there heaven for a gangster. You didn't went from Brenda, keep your head up, to I ride, I ride on you. Where'd that come from? That came from Suge Knight. He a real thug. That didn't come from you. But when your father's not in your life and you don't heal from it, now you relying on another man and you becoming what that man wants you to be and not what you really are. Pac will still be alive. He brought all that negative energy. And guess what happened with that negative energy? That negative energy took him out. It's always the people. I remember when I went to college, Christian college, people was drinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could tell you grew up in the church. That, you don't even supposed to be mixing that right there. You showing out. You didn't put two out. You didn't chase alcohol with alcohol. You about to die. <laughs> you about to die. You didn't mix two alcohol. You have lost your mind. That's supposed to be Coke or orange juice. <laughs> you didn't did two alcohol and they're like, watch this. I'm like, you ain't got to show me. I know what's about to happen. <laughs> what you showing me for? That's like alcohol and ammonia. I mean, bleach and ammonia. I already know what's going to happen. You're supposed to be using Coke with that. Stretch that with orange juice. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you got a poverty mindset. Poverty, where others think about you, you and your feelings. So you buy with your feelings, right? So I'll never forget, I was just at a, a spot and I walked in and they, they did, I, they always do me like this. I wanted to, you know, up my wife up a little bit, you know what I'm saying, go to the expensive purse boy for her. She was like, I don't need it, but I was like, it's time that, you know, we've been doing coach and Louie, we gotta go to another level. And I remember when I walked in and the lady, they, didn't nobody serve me, didn't nobody help me, everybody was kind of looking at me crazy and I knew what they was doing. They kind of showed me the purses and was like, this is kind of expensive. So you might want to call your wife before you make this decision, because once you make it, you can't. I was like, boo, I told her, I said, I'll buy this one if she don't like it, I'll come back and buy the one she likes. Don't play with me. Don't count my money. But I'm about to walk out because what you think you're about to do is you're about to shame me into buying. What you're trying to do is pull that. I don't think you can afford it. And then what you want me to do is go, watch this. I can't afford it. I'm like, I'm good on that. I'll see you tomorrow. I bring my wife back. And if she likes something, praise God. But if she don't, we're not. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're trying to play, you're trying to play me. You're trying to play that. I go into a dealership. You're trying to play like I can't afford it so you could pull on my feelings. I'm good with that. I didn't come in here to prove to you I had money. I only bring my bank account. Let me tell you something. Only two people you need to impress. 
That's God and your creditors. That's it. I'm just being real. You need to impress God. And then if Chase want to give you a mil two million to get a house, you got to prove to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you do got to prove. So you know what I'm saying? Like, there's two people. Your creditors, you need to prove something to and God. Other than that, you don't need to be proving nothing to nobody. You need to get out of your feelings. And the reason why they get some of y'all is because you're in your feelings. You want to prove something that already exists. Come on, I'm giving you this and I'm out. I'm going to let you take a break. You Don't prove what already is. Why do I have to prove to people what I have? And that's why people fool with me because I'm organic. I don't, I'm not trying to prove what already is. Matter of fact, I don't tell you about the real good in my marriage. I tell you about all the mistakes I made. Why? Because it, not, it does not benefit you to know what I have that's good. What benefits you is the mistakes I made and how I overcame those mistakes. That's what benefits you. It don't benefit me to walk around and act like I got, oh, I'm killing it. Does that make sense? So you got to get out of your feelings because that's poverty and you can be manipulated. You can't manipulate a person who's in wealth. Why? Because they already have in. Because they already have in. That's why I told you you need to have abundance in your marriage. Because if you have an abundance in your marriage and somebody try to tempt you, you don't necessarily have to fall for it because you already But if you're in a marriage and it's not a good marriage and somebody tempt you, there's a better chance of what? <laughs> I just like to keep it 100. I try to admire people. I'm E.T. the hip hop preacher. I'm a pastor. I'm still attracted to women though. I'm not, <laughs> I'm married, but I don't look at women and go, ugh. <laughs> ugh, that's nasty. <laughs> I want to help you. I'm here to help you. So I'll never forget, CJ, was it, uh, was it Costa Rica? <laughs> Man, we went to Costa Rica, bro, I'm, I promise you. Those young ladies was trying to get to America. I was like, yo, see, why she dressed like that? It's like assets, E, assets. She trying to show you her assets. I'm like, all of them? I'm talking about they was coming like, I'm, and I'm talking about beautiful women, beautiful. And on the ET, you, I'm your biggest fan, you know, like flirtatious. And I was just like, oh, praise God. I'm like, bro, I'm not like, you look good. I ain't mad at you. I ain't trying to make you have a low self-esteem, but I'm happy. I'm, I'm good. I'm in abundance. You don't need more when you're already in abundance. There's nothing extra you could do for me. I'm already praying with somebody every day. I'm just saying, me and my wife pray every morning. I'm already praying. You, go, you got another level you can take me to in the spiritual realm that I'm not sure of, you know what I'm saying? Because see, you didn't come with the spiritual boy, you know what I'm saying? You came with your breast out. My wife already got two of those. I'm just being real, y'all. Can I keep it 100? Like, you fine, but my wife fine too. Like, what, what are you going to add? I'm already in abundance. I'm good on that, but somebody going to be happy one day. But it's just not going to be me. When you're in abundance, is Tiffany in the building? T Tiffany, before 2000, um, Haynes, I'm sorry, we got so many phenomenal Tiffany's in the room. Tiffany, you told me January 1st that how much money did I already lose by leaving corporate? I already left for half a million dollars on the table, y'all. The year hadn't even started. But why don't I run up behind every corporate company that called me? I'm already in abundance. How many gigs did you get me? And that equals seven figures? 
I'm already in abundance. I don't need 8 million. I don't need 10 million to live. It don't take more than a million to live a year. I'm in abundance, so I don't have to run up behind every opportunity. That's why I'm telling you to be wealthy. You run up behind some stuff you shouldn't be doing because you are in poverty. People who are broke make desperate decisions. You make desperate decisions. Don't ever go to the grocery store hungry. Anybody ever done that before? Don't ever go to the grocery store hungry. I'm buying all, I'm putting all kinds of stuff in that sucker. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I get to the crib, I'm pissed. I clean the refrigerator. Uh, five, I'm talking about three-fourths of the stuff still in the refrigerator. My wife like, why you ain't eat that? I was hungry when I had got it all. I ain't really need it. I was just hungry. I'm about, the other day, I went and bought some milk and some granola cereal. I don't even drink milk. <laughs> I was like, I want some cereal. Cereal still sitting in there. My mother-in-law came. I get that and the milk. I'm like, the milk is a week old. Don't buy, I'll get you some money for some more milk. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you desperate, you make desperate moves. Find an area of your life where you're not wealthy and put all your energy on it. Relationships, get the wealthy relationships. Stop hanging out with people who ain't healthy unless y'all made a commitment to help them to get healthy. Does that make sense? Get your money right, get your spiritual life right. There should be no area of your life you can't be wealthy, why? Because he said be fruitful, then he said multiply, then he said have dominion, then he said subdue. Does that make sense? 